Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Joining us right now, Barney, it's my absolute pleasure to say, uh, well, he was the gentleman that was the man of the match last night. Um... One of Get the, out of town. Yeah, we no, haven't nothing, got him, have we? Nothing but the best here for the oh, summer oh. run home. Please welcome Sydney Thunder bowler Chris Green. Hello, Chris. Hello, boys. How are you, mate? How's it going? Yeah, good. I'm gutted you introduced me as bowler. I thought I got man and match for my batting. Sorry to break it to all you, rounder. Mate. <laughs> you. All rounder. All rounder. <laughs> all rounder. Yeah. All uh, round. Good. All round. Not out in the scheme of things. <laughs> that's exactly right, mate. You got you got the guys home, and that's the main thing. Uh, how tricky was that wicket? Because when I saw the, I, I missed the first innings. When I saw the saw the score uh, that you guys were chasing in the innings break, I was like, "Thunder are going to do this on their ear." Um, probably pushed you a little further than you would have liked. It was the wicket that tricky. It was. I, I must admit, I went into the change rooms at halfway, hoping and thinking and and dreaming of the same. Um, but um, yeah, you know, you got to give them credit. They bowled well. There was a little bit of. Uh, extra bounce in the wicket, um, but we we certainly made it a a really close and entertaining game and, and close finish. I think we just wanted to follow suit from that game beforehand. Did you guys sit and watch the heat capitulate? Were you were you cheering on the Hurricanes so that you'd finish fourth or not watching? Well, yeah, I think we watched bits of it. We were on on way to the game. I got into the change rooms when uh, I think it was the last two overs, and and I saw that capitulation, so I missed. I missed the bits beforehand. So I'm hoping for a little bit of consistency from, from their um, side of things tomorrow night. One of the great, I don't, it'll be one of the great chokes. So if you did record mm. it, go back and watch it. Um, you, you might learn a few things. There's one thing that you could do is take a phantom siren. Did you see this siren guy at the Hurricanes that <laughs> I, was throwing I them did, off? I did see that. Maybe that was, maybe that was the key. Yeah, I did, I did see that. It was a serious effort. Mate, um, there's a guy kicking from, around from Sydney that does it for the Dragons, um, which I'm he's sure... brilliant, isn't he? He stopped a few games. Yes. yes, yeah, we were playing it before. You could line that up for the for you guys against the Heat and just really take <laughs> them down. Yeah, if he's listening, please please feel free to reach <laughs> out. We've got a seat waiting for you tomorrow night there against the Heat. So you are playing the Heat tomorrow night at the uh, the showground. Now the showground um, notoriously gets uh, some uh, some late dew in the in really? the second innings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's affected a couple of games, sort of. Uh, ball tends to skid on a little bit uh, for the second innings. Is that going to factor into your decision whether you decide to uh, to bat or bowl? Should you win the toss, mate? Well, the last part of that question is is the crucial bit. Should I win the toss? I won my second toss out of uh, I think eleven or twelve games last night. Um, <laughs> Congrats, so it's, mate! It's something I've I've actually been um, been struggling with, and yeah, you know, unfortunately. The nature of um, the wicket at Spotless has been uh, toss dependent, um, and I've been nowhere near it. Um, so, you know, look, I, I think if you if you do find yourself batting first, you can get a good total. Um, you can make it tough for the opposition, but it certainly seems this season so far to be favouring the team batting second because, as you said, Dew has been consistently coming in. Now, Greeny, it is the time of the year when the Test Stars come back into the fold. 
Is it pretty special playing along guys like alongside guys like David Warner? Yeah, he um he's he's come in red hot. He's uh he certainly uh has plenty to say and uh, he's full of energy and beans. Um, and he's been really, really good around our group, particularly from an experience point of view and, and helping me out. Uh, unfortunately, he hasn't quite come off yet with the bat. Um, but, um, you know, I think any time a good player like that is, is overdue, um, it's a good result for us. Certainly. Now, mate, uh, famously, he, he gave uh, Ollie Davies the old champ and then called him, <laughs> called him rock star at the end there. Is... Um, Look, we floated a theory on the show that maybe he just didn't know Ollie's name. Um, does he throw a bit of the old nicknames around just because he, he doesn't know who some of the boys are or is he is he just uh, condescending? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a great way to throw me under the bus to answer that question. Either way, I'm in trouble, aren't I? Um, no, he certainly, he certainly knows who, who Ollie is and he loves giving him a bit of stick. He's been his um, target and I think they've been, they've been getting on really well, um, like a, a really sort of, playful relationships probably the best way to describe it I think not too dissimilar to the one he has with Minus in that Australian team as well um, and um, but no he Davey certainly knows all the names and, and he's not afraid to um, give us all a bit of stick but uh, I think now after a few games we've been turning around on him and giving it back um, which has been quite a nice uh, change to proceedings that, that that is nice to hear now you did mention the name Minus uh, so going up uh Going up against the Heat on uh, on Friday night, you will uh, you will yeah. be encountering Marnus Labuschagne. He's probably another guy who probably hasn't fired with the bat as much as uh, the Heat would have hoped for. Uh, are you guys going to be Are you going to be targeting him? Are you going to have Dave just getting in his ear, so you put him in fielding somewhere in close where Marnus can hear everything <laughs> Dave's saying? I think I think it could be a little pest off between the two of them uh, when Marnus is fielding and perhaps when Davey's fielding. Um, it's certainly the way they seem to interact. Um, in the Australian team. But, um, yeah, Davey usually feels pretty close to the bat. So hopefully, if he can influence it in, in any way, hopefully he influences it in our favour and we keep him quiet for, for one more game because he's a really good player. Now, Greeny, you are also a manly man. Um, very yeah. manly indeed. Super manly. You saw the Hulk posters. I did. Um, super. <laughs> hey, that club is pretty amazing, right? There's uh, yourself, there's the Davies boys, the Edwards boys, uh, Sock. NBW uh, Mate, hey, we're having a chat. Uh, Brett Lee's son's playing there now. Mornay Morkel's walking around the club. Um, it, what's going on down there? Is it just because Manly's an awesome place to live? Well, it, it's a brilliant place to live, but I've actually gone back to my junior club three years ago, so I'm back at ND. But I, um, Where are I you playing now? My, my Northern District. Oh, mate. So I had three Hang years up on playing him. at Manly with, with all the boys. <laughs> So I hate to let you down, but oh, no, I, I do live I do live down in God's country, and I'm I'm currently at Fairlight Beach, about to go for a swim with my dog. Uh, so it's, a, it's a beautiful part of the world. Now the reason why I thought you were still playing for Manly is because I go up to the Harbour Diggers there, and I'll go with my wife often, and I'll be just chatting to her, and her gaze will just turn to the screen, and there's a wonderful <laughs> video of you getting your kid off and getting into a cryogenic chamber. Is that right? Ah, uh, yes. That's my little um, partnership I've got with them. I'll be going there tomorrow before the game to wake myself up and recover after the flight um, and game last night and feel fresh to go. And that's not a plug. It, it gen- I generally do feel like it makes a big difference. 
Um, well, there's a whole room yeah, of women I, I that, that turn and look because you are in your undies <laughs> on the screen on a busy yeah. Sunday. That, it makes a difference to them too, just quietly, <laughs> it does. Chris. You're, so. you're cheering everybody up. Keep up the good work. <laughs> I'm just doing my part for the local community, lad. <laughs> That's it. Now, mate, um, t- looking forward to the Eliminator uh, on uh, on Friday. Let's um, let's assume you get through that because the heat uh, the heat are no good in the last over. Um, you've done well. <laughs> Do you understand yep. the final system from there on in? Because you're you're in fourth, you're playing fifth, third are having a rest. Yeah. How does yeah. it work? So if we if if it if it goes the way you say it does, we um we'll be flying to Melbourne uh, day after tomorrow, playing the Renegades Sunday night down there because they're the third team having a rest. Um, basically, as soon as we lose, we're out. Uh, we get no second chances. Um, third, fourth, fifth, no second chances. So we knock off the Renegades. We play the loser of the Sixers or Scorchers at their home venue. Uh, we've got to get through them, and then we're in the grand final. So four wins from now, and we'll be lifting a trophy. So it's a long old process, but hey, we've got nothing to lose. We're oh, absolutely. So you go, you go Eliminator into what's the one if you win the Eliminator? What is the winner? I haven't got That's it written here. Sorry. Do you know? There is there is a really good question. Um, and I'm sure there's a very fancy name for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I haven't got it really. So, so it's the eliminator. And then the, the knockout one... against the Renegades, maybe. Yeah, so the qualifier is the Scorchers and the Sixers. It's the knockout. Yeah. So the knockout. The knockout. There you go. Knockout. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, um, just just on that, can can we – I'm pushing for this. We're both Sydney guys. Now, the professor is an unabashed Thunder I'm fan. I'm a Thunders man. Um, Thunder are my second Beautiful. team. Sixers are my, my first team. What are the? Can you promise to all the Sydney listeners um, on air right now uh, that it will be a Sydney Smash final? Well, you can hold you can hold me against it and and come and chase me around the foreshore of Manly if it doesn't happen. Uh, I'm very happy and and willing to put my neck out to do it because it would be amazing. After the last Sydney Smash um, or last two actually, it was um, it was really really good. Now, I know that uh, obviously you guys lost the last Sydney smash, but when you were standing there and watching Steve Smith do what he did, were you thinking, geez, I've got a good seat for this? It was a bit like that. And, and unfortunately, I had an even better seat when I was bowling at him as well. <laughs> yeah, of course. There's a, a wicket where everyone else was holding the, the wrong end of the bat except Steve Smith. Um, the wicket was bloody difficult, um, and he just managed to score 100. It's probably like a 130 wicket which we've sort of been saying and then enter steve smith with 120 uh and yeah we got bowled out 60 in reply <laughs> it really makes it easy for the other guys to get the other 10 on the uh the one uh 130 <laughs> wicket doesn't it when you got steve smith getting 120 <laughs> hey mate Correct. just Correct. on not our job. just just on bowling to a guy like steve smith when you're bowling to a guy who's in that sort of form like what 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 are you what what's your go to? Are you thinking, okay, I'll just work on my line and length? Or am I going to mix it up? Like, how do you how do you deal with a guy who's obviously seeing them like they're beach balls? Yeah, look, I think for me, it's what what's the best delivery to get him off strike? Um, how can I, you know, I, I bowl six six deliveries uh, in the over, and how can I bowl, you know, four deliveries at the other guy, um, and two maybe one or two deliveries at, at someone who's in form or you know isn't a matchup? So really. What's the best ball I can bowl that can get him off strike for a single? So line and length is crucial, but that's literally my mindset. How can I minimise the risk of boundary? There's no need to be greedy and go for an unnecessary wicket um, because obviously when you do that, you can, it's, it's boom or bust. You can get hit for more boundaries and 
um, throw fuel on the fire or you pull off the miracle. So you're damned if you, damned if you don't by trying to just walk him up the other end and, and get a single and, and try and bowl at the other guy. Oh, that's good. I didn't. That's good thinking. Just try and get him to knock at one for a single and get the other bloke. I like that. Very good. Hey, Greeny, before you go on this show, we like finding people that have got the best jobs. We we mm. chatted to a guy yeah. uh, for the Aussie Sevens the other day, a guy called Henry Patterson, who he's basically like a Grand Prix driver for rugby. He goes around the world to all these amazing destinations. I, I think yeah. you're. You must be close. Do you still do the circuit, the T Twenty circuit, everywhere? I still do. I'm living. I feel like I'm living the dream, um, traveling around, um, playing cricket all around the world, and um, you know, experiencing different cultures and, and going to different places. It's taken me to Canada, to the UAE, to uh, Denmark, even uh, India, Pakistan. Um, so now I'm absolutely loving my life, and cer- certainly don't want this profession to end because it, I find it very hard to call it my job when it's it's a game. After all, I'm having so much fun. Mate, it's you certainly do sound like you're living the dream, and so are all the ladies who sit near that screen at the Harbour Diggers too. So, um, <laughs> thanks for doing your and big big t- hello to the dog as well, there, yeah. mate. Well, you also you're a spinner, Sorry. you're a spinner, Granny. Look at Sock, yeah. he's like a hundred, so you've probably got another I don't know 50, 30, to 60, 40 years years ahead of you, mate. You're sweet. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> he's he's still bowling bloody beautifully. So, he is. Um, He's killing yeah, it. Yeah, I, I ho- hopefully I can keep my body in check and um, keep bowling well for for a while now and, and see how I go. I've still got at least, I think, eight to ten years left. Jeez, that's not bad. Yeah. Has your dog just turned on someone? What's happened here? Are we about uh, to see my, you on the uh, news? <laughs> my, my partner's run off into the water and he's more, more, more seal than dog. Um, <laughs> so she's thrown me under the bus, left me with him. He's waiting to go swimming with me. So, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, all we'll fun you... and games with barbecues and everything around here as well. Oh, I can <laughs> imagine. Oh, dog, yeah. All the good sausage, sausage smells and everything <laughs> the dog would be smelling down there. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, yeah. Be... Hey, we'll let you go, Greeny. Go for that swim with your dog. No, thanks, boys. And no, good luck tomorrow night, mate. Thanks for having me. And um, can't wait for tomorrow night. It's going to be great fun. Beauty. See you, mate.